0: Welcome to ForeverFit.tv, your online source for fitness, nutrition and lifestyle, with your host, Nicola Riley, personal trainer, nutrition and lifestyle coach, here to help you get in the best shape of your life.
1: Hey, welcome along to ForeverFit.tv, I'm Nicola Riley, your online personal trainer, nutrition and lifestyle coach. Now, I've just got back from a nice stormy morning, walk up the mountain, rain or shine, I'll head out there once a week and go for an awesome walk, and this morning was actually a meeting that I... Um, alternatively in the past I would do meetings like make, make an arrangement to have a coffee somewhere or be peppermint tea for me and it would be in a cafe and have a meeting along those lines but now whenever I have meetings I try and have them at that 7am time when I'm um, normally heading out for my walk anyway and so then people can um, if they can do that time then it helps me a lot to save time throughout throughout my day because if I'm constantly driving somewhere to have meetings or um, spending more time sitting down it doesn't really work for me. So it's really fantastic to start to have meetings walking more and so that was a great way to kick off the day because it's a nice steep climb up the mount and not only that it works for the other people more often than not especially if you do it in the morning because this is when um, a lot of people can do it before work, before they get kind of dressed up for the day, or before the kids um, need to go somewhere as well. So it's a good time to slot in their exercise before you even hit into your day. And if you've got it if it's lighter before 7am, then you can get up even earlier that, than that. For me I'm a bit of a drive away, so it's 7am is a good time to meet at the mount, so it's nice. But um, then so then right now I'm back here and I am filming. Um, signing up filming, recording this podcast, and I'm standing. So before 8am this morning, I will be um, would have spent my morning moving and standing. And I'm not saying this in a way to, you know, look at me. I'm saying this in a way of just, if you can just start to look at ways in which you can start to structure your day so you can bring more movement into it, it's going to be hugely beneficial. And I like to put little rules and (laughs) routines in place. um, whenever I want to form a new habit I'm like new routine and this is what I do and so I'm from now on my new routine is where I stand up to record these podcasts. So it'll be really interesting to notice actually if I sound different while I'm recording today to what I was been recording in the past because my new routine is to be standing up when I record these podcasts and so other things where I bring in more standing is when I'm like doing certain things. Like if I'm answering emails, I'll do those standing up. And just little tricks. You put sort of rules in place so that you can bring more movement. Because what we need is little triggers. And we do need to kind of give ourselves little rules. And um, like another rule for me is that I always make sure that I get that walk in first thing in the morning. And after I've done that walk, that's when I'm allowed to get to my computer. Because I I love my work and I love what I do. And so all I want to do when I get up is jump on my computer and start writing and being creative and um, answering questions, answering emails. And so for me, before I do that, I have to get in that half an hour, 40 minute walk so that I start the day in the right way. And then I do some mobility. So after I've done this podcast today, I'm going to be doing some reading, but then also doing some like mobility work. So I'm going to be on the ground, but still... Um, still working but I'm actually getting some foam rolling in as well and skilling myself up and other cool things to do is I've just started buying audiobooks so audiobooks are a great great way for you to learn but then you can do it when you're doing things that are quite that you have to do like we spend so much well I don't but a lot of people spend so much time in their cars and so for me when I'm in my car, I want to use that time in the most productive way possible. And so, this is when I'll listen to um, either podcasts or audiobooks. And so, I'm listening to some really cool audiobooks at the moment. And this is great for me to be doing on my walk, when I'm driving, and even when I'm doing like my phone rolling, my, ability, my mobility. So, I'm learning things like marketing and business and everything. But I'm killing two birds with one stone. And it's making me much more productive and structured in my day and it motivates me as well. So just think of little wee ways that you can bring more movement into your your day and setting up new little rules and routines for yourself and see if you can start going around your house going new routine, new routine. And I say that out loud and I write these things down because it's more powerful and when I say it out loud and I make it happen, it, it does become a habit. And so um, do do try it out and just see where you can start to make these kind of things happen. The other thing I uh, wanted to explain a bit about with movement too is that we get really caught up in, um, in the nutrition world. Like everybody knows that we need to be eating loads of nutrients. Everybody knows about carbohydrates, fats and proteins. And and people know that we need to be eating healthier foods. But I want to help get it out there that we need to be looking at movement in the same way. So just as much as you need nutrients from your food, we need to be getting nutrients from our movement. Because movement builds energy. Movement helps our limbs, um, our joints, our fascias, everything stay healthy. So just as the food Builds you, So you are what you eat. You've heard me talk about that as well. So just as much as you are what you eat, you also are how you move. And so we need to be getting nutrients from our movement. When we sit static in a chair all day, we're getting absolutely no nourishment from our body and the way that we move. When you sit on the ground there's 57 different ways that you could possibly be sitting when you're sitting on the ground and each one of those ways that you sit is like a different nutrient for your body when you get out and you walk walking barefoot on some gravel walking barefoot on some grass is different nutrients for your body when you get into some fresh air when you squat when you lunge when you sprint these are all different nutrients for our body and each and every single one of them is vitally important so we want to start to look much more holistically at movement and there's a huge difference between movement and exercise and we need to start with moving our bodies more just learning how to take care of ourselves so just as we um, might eat three square meals a day we need to make sure we get in that um, adequate movement so that we are keeping our joints strong and our spine supple and all of our like our mobility happening. Because as soon as you sit down in a chair, you literally shut down your hip function. And so then when we go and do like thirty minutes of exercise, we're doing that in a position that's not optimal. And I want to get. Um, Get you learning how to get your body in a really optimal function so that you can thrive as well. Because when people think of starting exercise, often running is one of the things that they think that they, they need to start doing. And for somebody who's been at a desk and they've been stationary, going from sitting to there to running is quite a big task. So we want to be building a really strong foundation so that we can make that transition much easier. And the the thing is we need to then start to think about that daily mobility. And those of you who are like online gym members or done the latest boot camp or any of the programs that I do in the online gym, you know that I talk about mobility a lot and my love for foam rolling and how beneficial it is. And so what we want to the reason I want to um, get this out there more is we want to get our body functionally um, functionally balanced and we do this by, when we do this we're going to prevent injury, we're going to improve mobility and improve a, a whole overall movement and then when you do this you then have the power and the ability to be able to do whatever it is that you choose because you aren't someone who's plagued by injury, you aren't like a former runner, someone who used to run or someone who wants to run but you can't, so instead you have got this optimal body that you can thrive, so it's It's about kind of like taking charge of your body and of your movement. So just as much focus that you put into your food and just as much as you obsess over, you know, should I go low carb? Should I go vegan? Should I go paleo? Should I go high fat? What what should I be doing? Just as much as you are channeling in on your nutrition, you want to start to channel in on how you're moving your body. What does your body need so that you can function optimally? so many people spend so much time servicing their cars but they don't do anything to service their own body or to take care of it so we're designed to move and as soon as you sit down you instantly shorten up your hip flexors you tighten up your muscles your ligaments all around your joint all of that range of motion gets sacrificed and you decrease the blood flow and all the muscles and you You also reduce like your lymphatic drainage and your detoxification pathways. And so if you are sitting all day, this is what's happening at a cellular level. And that little bit of exercise that you might do, like that little um, beep in the day. So imagine your day is like a a heart rate pulse where you've got this like, imagine no heart rate pulse, which is like a flat line. And this flat line is what happens when you're sitting at your desk. It's like a flat line of movement throughout the day. And that little wee, you know, bout of movement that you might do, that 30 minutes where you go to that gym or that that short little workout that you do is kind of like a beep in this flat line. What we want to do is we want to get this, this flat line moving like a heart rate, get the body moving throughout our day. The reason, like... Um, kenyan runners are so fantastic at running is because they spend their lives moving they spend their lives on their feet there's an ultra um marathon runner and um i can't remember the interview but he was interviewed and it was like how do you prevent injuries and he goes the and he's quite i think he's in his like 70s or something like an ultra marathon runner and he was asked how do i um how have you prevented injuries? And he spent he says, I spend as little time as possible sitting down. And so he tries to spend his day standing and moving. Because just when you walk, you start to open up your hips and you start to restore your body. But as soon as you sit down, you shut that down. So think of that like that heart rate flat line um, cardio rhythm. Can you think of getting more movement bouts throughout your day? So you're getting that kind of like Um, Function happening in your body So if you're you're doing just that little wee beep at the start And then spending 6 plus hours sitting There's a whole lot more that you can be doing So mobility and stretching and movement Is something that should be done on a daily practice So just as like you would brush your teeth You want to think about doing this kind of thing on a daily routine So it should be something that you do every single day for the rest of your life, it's something that is just about self-maintenance, too often people head off and they're looking for that quick fix, so they might get a sore knee, so then they go to the physio for a couple of appointments, just to fix the sore knee, but then they don't ever think about it again until they get that niggly problem, or they might have a massage once every three months when it's gifted to them, or they might... um, Oh, I'm trying to think of something else <laughs> they, they just kind of they don't look at that self care as, as something that's really um, a must and that's what I want to change When just taking care of your body routinely is what's going to set you up for optimal function into your 80s, your 90s and hopefully um, your 100s so we want to keep that body mo- mobile so just as much as food can affect your cells and cause things like Osteoarthritis can cause things like um, growths and, and tumors and um, cell deformation and autoimmune conditions. So, too, can not moving and sitting on your bottom. So, this can cause cellular changes, this can cause like arthritis and osteoarthritis. All these things can happen. So, you are what you eat, but equally and just as important, you are how you move. So, This is where we want to think about mobility and self-care. So it should be something that's like a daily practice. And the more you sit down, the more you want to make sure that you are spending that time to keep your ligaments and your joints healthy and keeping them strong. So stretching is something that um, everybody kind of knows that it's something that they should be doing. And they'll do that kind of lamppost stretch where you go for a short little jog warm the muscles up, do it hold a lab post or they might do it at the traffic lights and they just hold the leg up. And awesome that you are doing that and you're aware that stretching's great, but there's better stretches and there's more effective stretches to be doing. That stretch might just be um, kind of make you feel good and that you are doing some stretching. but if you want to get um, your body fully functional, that stretch is not going to undo any sort of tightness through the hips that's been building up from all that time you're sitting down. So we want to get some serious, effective stretching in there. So just as I've talked about like smart, effective training, like this hip-style training that works, we want to get smart, effective stretches that actually make a difference to your mobility, to your, like your joint capsules, your ligaments, and start to loosen them up and start to bring away any kind of lesions and loosen them up and restore that proper function through your hips so instead of doing like those sort of token stretches we want to start to do proper stretches that make a difference and one really good stretch so if you spend a lot of time sitting down at your desk one really good stretch for you to do is a quad hip stretch where basically you come down Onto your knees and you slide yourself right up against a wall so your back's up against a wall and then you're going to bend your knee and lift your foot up so that's up against the wall as well and then the base of your knee is going to be right in against your wall now I've done a post on this which has got the pictures just showing exactly what the stretch is but what this is doing is getting right into your hip flexors and the truth is the stretch is not pleasant and the more unpleasant it is, the more of a sign that you need it. It does get easier, but it's a bit, we're trying to change the like... Just think of all that short range of motion that's happening in that hip joint. And by doing the proper deep stretches you're trying to ask those changes to happen so it's, there's going to be some resistance and so this is what we're trying to help loosen up and start start to improve that range of motion. And so by doing this deep stretch, this is going to help improve that hip function and going to help um, reverse some of that signs from sitting down too long. So this is a really good counter counter stretch for too much time sitting and you want to just start nice and simple and like I said there's pictures I've done on the website just to show exactly what that means but basically one leg's bent in front 90 degrees the other leg is bent and full flexion with your foot up against the wall and then your knee's slid and right in so basically your heel is touching your bottom and then you're going to feel that really deep into your hip flexors At the same time you're stretching, you're bracing through your core and you're squeezing your bottom and you're going to feel a very intense stretch through your hip flexors. And so when you do these kind of stretches, this is when you're going to start to make some real changes to um, your posture. So your, your body is designed to have proper range of motion, but as soon as we compress that range of motion... Like systems shut down. So, so to, like your hip flexors shut down. Your Achilles shut down. The soles of your feet shut down. If you put like All these things start to shut down. So we want to waken them up. And if they've been shut down for a really long time. It's going to take some time to restore that range of motion. And wake things up. So in order to rebuild that. We need to make sure that we're doing this like daily self care. And maintenance to rebuild that function again. Because we want to prevent injuries. And we want to be functionally optimal so that we can thrive. So it's not just about being um, normal and plagued with injuries. It's about getting real optimal health. And so the other thing that's really important for this kind of optimal health is just as much as we're getting this range of motion is also making sure that you aren't eating foods that are inflammatory and causing um, uh, co- causing inflammation in your joints because if you're eating things like gluten and dairy and you're intolerant to them, this can cause inflammation. And the other thing to understand as well is um, hydration are you hydrating properly? So, this is quite a um, kind of this is what I really want to talk to, to you about today is all about hydration. And it took me a long way to get here, but I'm here in the end. And the thing is, is as we get fitter and we get stronger or if you're wanting to start running, running is something that you can't afford to be dehydrated with and when your body's like running low on hydration, this is going to affect like your circulation, this is going to affect like the consistency of your blood, this is going to affect how you're delivering um, oxygen to your muscles, this is going to affect the way that your brain works, this is going to affect thermoregulation. Because the average person loses nearly 3 litres of water per day just breathing and going to the toilet. So about um, 3 cups of that water is lost just through like sweating and just through through our body. So we want to make sure that we are keeping that hydration levels up. But here's where people go wrong is they think that they need to be drinking like four liters per day and that their pee needs to be like clear colored. And when you've got clear colored pee, this is an awesome indication that you are well hydrated. Thing to understand is that your pee is designed to be yellow. And if you are flushing your system out and your pee isn't yellow, this is a sign that it's not doing a great job at getting um, in through your kidneys and helping your body alleviate toxins and things like that. So we want to make sure that we aren't over drinking because if you're going to the toilet like every half an hour because you're drinking all this water, this is telling you that this water is just running straight through your system. We need to make sure that this water that we drink isn't naked water and that the water is able to, like, osmosis through the cells and it's actually able to hydrate your body. So when, you, um, when we talk about water and um, kind of this mobility and self-care, it's really important to understand that your joints have, it, need to have, like, really good sliding surfaces and when you have think about your tissues and your nerves and your muscles, all of these need to have like really good um, nerve function as well as having those good sliding surfaces that happen through your joints as well. So a good thing to ask yourself, do you like feel like your joints have that kind of hydrated motion, or do they kind of feel like they're glued and they're gritty or like your joints? Because your joints and your cartilage between your joints, this is where things can get dehydrated and this is where joints like, tend to grind and this is when you can get like pain and things happening as well. And one of the great places to start, so just as we need to be moving properly and getting that range of motion happening properly, we need to make sure that we're keeping our joints really healthy by hydrating them and often when people, like, they start off running and start getting healthy, they just start guzzling all this water. But like I said, the water is naked. We need to make sure that we are consuming water that has the minerals back inside it. So when you think of water, you think of, say, you're in a, you're a caveman back in the day and you had this beautiful spring that sat beside you and you were able to drink from this spring. That spring... Um, was sitting on rocks, or rocks in the earth, and that water then had the minerals from the earth coming out in that water. So when you drink the water, you're drinking the minerals that were in that water. When we drink tap water, this tap water has like chlorine or fluoride in it, and it's also been... Um, had chemicals through it and that then is then going to be affecting your gut bacteria and it's going to be, if your gut bacteria is not healthy and your digestive system is not healthy, this is going to affect how well you're able to absorb and assimilate your nutrients that are coming into your body. So a lot of us know that tap water isn't something that we should be eating, drinking, sorry, and but then on the other hand um, we then go on a path of drinking Filtered water, and filtered water is a good step, but then we need to make sure that we're adding minerals back into that water because filtered water is basically naked water. So it's just been stripped and it's got a good base, but it's nothing compared to that caveman drinking water from a springs. And I live in um, grew up in Golden Bay and just down the road is Pooh Springs, and this is the clearest, most beautiful water in the world. And when you go drink that water it's absolutely incredible. It tastes like, like th- it tastes quite thick and you can taste the minerals in it. And this is what I picture when I'm, you know, add it because you add the minerals back into your water. And so this is what I want you to try and picture. So if you know where Pupu Springs is, Waikora Pupu Springs in Golden Bay, this is what we're trying to create when we drink our water versus stripped naked water. And so the way we add these minerals back in is by adding that pinch of rock salt. So rocks, imagine the bottom of Pupu Springs, the rocks there, the minerals are coming out of the earth. That then goes into our water. So we're adding a pinch of rock salt. You want to make sure that this rock salt is good quality rock salt. And so I generally always suggest just Himalayan pink rock salt. You can then, there's a lot of other rock salts out there that are fantastic. Just make sure that they are like not bleached, and so generally you might see the rock salts on the shelf and they'll be quite muddy looking or dirty looking and this is awesome. This is what you're trying to add back in to your diet because you're getting the um the minerals back in and here's a funny story we got the volcanic rock salt, and this is <laughs> this is like um it's got extra sulfur in it, and I put it in my water and it smelt like Rotorua. It was it was um nothing against Rotorua, but this it's got extra sulfur, so because it's volcanic ash. And so this is adding minerals back to my water, but my water stunk like and if you don't know what Rotorua smells like, it smells like sulfur, which smells <laughs> like smelly eggs. <laughs> so this is what my water smelt like the other day when I put some volcanic rock salt into it so you can get different rock salts and experiment with them but the safest bet is the Himalayan um, rock salt and you add a pinch of that generally start with around an eighth of a teaspoon per um, litre of water where everybody's different though and what you add is going to be different depending on like how much electrolytes your body's got and how much your body needs so Um, For me, I actually add up to about a quarter and sometimes half a teaspoon to my water. It's at times of when I'm really stressed as well, because adrenals need sodium. And so when I'm really stressed, I'll actually add more in. And so um, this is something I'm always adding. But for example, Ben um, he doesn't need as much sodium. Well, sometimes he does. But so when he tastes my water, it's quite salty. But when I taste it. I can't even taste the salt, it just tastes quite... It tastes thicker, and it tastes like it's just the right amount for me. So everybody's different, and so you want to find your amount. So a good place to start is like an eighth of a teaspoon per liter of water, and what you're doing is you're recreating poo-poo springs. You're recreating this, um, this beautiful spring water that's got all the nutrients in your body. So when it's got all these nutrients... This is when it's delivering like the calcium and the um, phosphorus and everything so that your joints and your bones can become strong. and when you're getting your body hydrated and you've got these minerals in the water, it's able to get through the cells and it's able to like um, properly hydrate your body. But when you're just drinking water that's stripped of all its minerals and you're just flushing your body all this liquid through your body it's not able to absorb them. So just as much as we need to think about movement. We want to make sure that we're hydrating our bodies properly as well. So try that um, salt water out. And generally speaking, a female wants to aim around 2 litres of water per day. And a male is around 3 litres. And so if you're exercising more, you need more, you're thirsty, then you want to be drinking a bit more. But try adding that salt in and just see what the hydration levels help. The other thing that adding the salt is going to do as well, is it means your body's able to use that water. So... If you're somebody who's always going to the toilet all the time because you're trying to stay hydrated and be good, see what adding the salt does to it. I guarantee that you won't end up going to the toilet as much because your body's able, actually becoming more hydrated. And so, when I... Um, when, Often when you're really stressed as well and you can be guzzling all this water and you actually you feel like you're really tired and you feel like you're dehydrated. I know for me, when I... Um, was like adrenaline fatigue and everything oh, I'd be drinking th- you know three or four litres of water but I just wasn't absorbing the minerals and wasn't absorbing the hydra- um things from it and so when you start to get the balance in you start to hydrate your body properly you get the minerals in your water this is when you start to get that kind of that balance happening the osmosis is able to happen through the cells and you're just ab- you, you're not going to you're going to be rehydrating your ligaments your joints and think that sliding surface of them is going to be able to work properly again. So think about how you can start to make those changes of bringing more hydration into your body and bringing more movement into your body. The other thing to think about then is once you've kind of got this kind of daily movement happening, mobility and self-care, you want to think about like how can you... Um, start to bring even more um, foundational movement back into into your day, like can you bring more sitting down, like I said at the start, when you sit down on the ground, so without a chair, there's 57 different ways that you can sit on your body, so Think of something in your day where you can spend that time sitting down and it may be that when you're reading something or researching things or you're answering certain things or it could be that if you spend time watching a bit of telly you do that on the ground and you might do that with a lacrosse ball or foam roller and then you walk as much as you can so you're just starting to think about that movement as as more about nutrients versus movement and uh, exercise as well. So think about, um, and then, yeah, the whole hydration. So we want to think of this whole um, holistic body, a system of systems. So just as much attention that you're putting into, um, you know, what do I eat? Start to put into how do I move more? How do I get my body functioning more optimally? How do I start to thrive and feel fantastic? And so we want to make sure that we're getting all these kind of things happening. And this is when all the magic starts to starts to fill into place. So, on that topic, I've actually, I don't know if you've noticed, on Facebook, I've been doing a bit of Instagramming. And started doing a bit of um, posts there, just, just kind of getting into Instagram. And one of the hashtags that I do is called Everyday Movement. And I would love it if you could join me And just post, like, a picture of what you're doing as your everyday movement. And just on Instagram or on Facebook. And just start to use that as, like, a motivation. And and start to share about how you can get more movement into your day. And, like, what are you doing each day to move more? Or if it's not about movement, because I know um, a lot of mums listen to this. And getting movement in is not something... um, that's hard to do when you've got a little toddler that you're running around. So, maybe your thing might be that what are you going to be doing to do like more self care, like foam rolling, stretching, getting some really good self maintenance happening with your body, starting to think of movement more as nutrients. So, your movement might be getting outdoors, getting that sunshine, but then doing some like self care with that foam roller and stretching and just making the body feel good. And take a photo just like doesn't have to be of yourself could be of yourself could be of your kids could be just of the equipment or where you're doing it or just something and just start to share how you're moving your body every day because this is what I want to get out there is that we just everybody's obsessed over food and that's awesome and I love that everybody's um, getting into um, nutrition and starting to pay attention but I also want Just as much focus to be put into how you're moving your body. Can you move more? Because we simply just aren't moving enough. And I am definitely not perfect, but I continually am just like, new routine, new routine, and I'm trying to just do things to improve what I am doing. And so, because things are always changing, life always changes, things always get in the way. And so, we're constantly just trying to be better, and we're trying to be the better version of ourselves. And so that's what I want for you. And so I hope you got something out of this podcast and you found it useful. If you, I'm going to be starting to do some listener questions as well coming up. So if you've got any questions that you would like me to answer on next week's show, please don't hesitate to let me know because I would love to hear from you. And that's what I want to um, do this podcast. It's just to be helping you get your body feeling fantastic. So have an awesome week, and yeah, I'll be in touch next week.
0: Do you lack time? Are you just too busy to exercise? Do you struggle even to find the energy or the motivation to exercise? Then get ready to take your health to a new level in the comfort of your own living room. Fat-burning workouts as short as eight minutes. Yoga routines to de-stress and sculpt and tones to help you create a lean, strong body. Learn how you can create real health and wellness with VIP nutrition and wellness advice in the online gym. Here you will find over 400 video workouts from yoga, tai chi, high intensity interval training, sculpt and tones, mobility routines, extremes, and so much more. New workouts added weekly along with cooking classes, menus, meal plans, webinars, and over 500 recipes to help you get in the best shape of your life. Sign up today at foreverfit.tv forward slash online
1: dash gem. The materials and content in this podcast are there to educate and to inform. There's no substitute for professional care by a doctor or other qualified medical professional. This podcast is provided on the understanding that it does not constitute medical or other professional advice or services. Instead, I encourage you to discuss your options with your healthcare provider who knows your condition and your health history. Guests who speak on this podcast express their own opinions, experience and conclusions. Nicola Riley encourages you to make your own healthcare decisions based on your research and in partnership with your qualified healthcare professional.